Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations, the latest album from Rick Lee James, has garnered praise from CCM Magazine, Worship Leader Magazine, UTR Media, and more. Written and arranged using hymnals and prayer books for inspiration, this collection of 10 modern hymn-like worship songs will inspire individuals and congregations to draw near to the heart of God. Highlights include Christ is Lord, inspired by St. Patrick's Breastplate Prayer, Advent Hymn, and the Communion Hymn, The Invitation. Worship leaders will be glad to know that all songs on the album are published through Lifeway Worship. Find hymns, prayers, and invitations on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, CD Baby, and at rickleyjames.com. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I'd like to host my own podcast? Well, guess what? You can go to podbean.com slash voices and get everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. I use Podbean every week for voices in my head. There's easy uploading and publishing tools, stunning templates, custom domains, social and promotional tools, an embeddable podcast player, monetization tools, and more. It is your all-in-one podcasting solution. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. So go to podbean.com slash voices. And when you sign up, use the code VOICES and you'll get a sizable discount. Podbean, for your home podcasting. Thank you for listening to Voices in My Head. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Welcome back to Voices in My Head podcast. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James, and I am so glad that you're here with us today. We have a very special guest. His name is Tim Timmons. He is a singer. He is a songwriter. He is a survivor of cancer and has quite a story that he's going to be able to share with us today. His new album is called Who I Am, and it's an album that's actually for children and their parents both. So it's going to be a great conversation to have. We had a good discussion over Skype, but as Skype sometimes does, it cut out here and there. I make mention of this when I'm actually talking with him just because I was getting a little frustrated by it this morning. I'm uh, really in a, a new location today from where I usually record, and we were having some connection problems. So uh, one of these days going to get this figured out. I'm going to have a studio of our own where we don't have to keep moving all the time, and we'll be able to get this show in the best possible audio quality that we can. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to say thank you all for listening to Voices in My Head so faithfully. Thank you for all the good comments that you have. We're just going to continue making 
making these shows. I love podcasting, and I love having you be a part of this journey with me. We're going to start today by listening to one of Tim Timmons' songs off his new album, Who I Am, and then we're going to go right into my conversation with Tim. So, thank you for listening to Voices in My Head. You can find out more about us at rickleyjames.podbean.com. That is the podcast page, and you can go to my website at rickleyjames.com or find me on Facebook or Twitter. You guys know how to use the internet. Check it out.
Tim Timmons is a singer, songwriter, worship leader, and founder of 10,000 Minutes. 10,000 Minutes is a nonprofit equipping ministry that is executed through various creative outlets such as live performance, blog, podcast, video, songwriting, devotionals, worship leader interaction, speaking, film, TV production, and conferences. Tim's new album, Who I Am, is Bible-based, kid-tested, and parent-approved. It uh, sounds like a serial almost when I think about it that way. Who I Am features 10 fully charged pop songs intended for kids and parents to pray all week long, with all songs either written or co-written by Timmons. Each song was carefully crafted with the question in mind, what do we want our kids to pray? Tim Timmons, welcome to the Voices in My Head podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't mention Hot Dancer in that list. That would have probably been a little better, but that's fine if you just skip skip that one. That's how, fine. How did I miss Hot Dancer? I should have had that on that's it. just It's weird. That, that should be on my bio, but obviously it wasn't, so... <laughs> Hot dancer, and next time for sure when we get you on the show. Yeah, See, how many, thank you. How many times can I mess up the intro today? We'll we'll just keep doing it. But uh, you're well, doing man, great, man. It's great to have you on the show today. We've been trying to connect for a while, and your agency has been in contact with me for a couple months now. And I thought when I was in Nashville for the release of the Rich Mullins book a couple months ago that I would be able to meet oh, up with right. you. But our schedules just didn't work out, and uh, so here we are doing it over Skype. And I'll let listeners know in advance as happens from time to time there's been a little bit of a connection problem today on my end i don't think it's going to cause any problems but just in case you hear anything cutting out i wanted to let you know in advance um but we're not we're not gonna uh, count on that happening it's just going to be a good connection today so <laughs> okay good so, Tim, I'm glad to have you here today. Now, before we get too far into our conversation, the word on the street is that you write an X on your wrist each day. So my question to start out with you, is that true that you write an X on your wrist each day? And if so, why do you do that? Yeah, that's like, um, and some people have said, man, are you straight edge? And I, I say, well, I guess I, I just, I started doing this about eight years ago. And, uh, I mean, it's a longer story, but the, Ultimately, I, I just started seeing that I I'm a varsity. I was a varsity American Christian, you know, better than most. I could beat most of you in being an awesome American Christian, but I just found myself being uh, soul tired. I mean, I was I was a worship leader at a huge community in California, um, just an awesome pastor. But the fact was, I knew all about Jesus. I just didn't really know him. And, you know, I did my own quiet times and all that stuff, but I didn't really know him. And so I just decided I'm done working for you, Jesus. I'm, I'm been working for you my, my whole life and it just made me tired. So I'm just going to start hanging out with you. Um, and that's going to be all I do is end up, I just want to be with you. And then I started reading, um, you know, what Jesus talks about is the good news and how Jesus never said him dying on the cross for us is the good news. I mean, Please, everybody hear me out. That is amazing news. It is the great, great, great news, but it's not the best news, according to Jesus. And how Jesus, when he talks about the gospel, the good news, it's always about the availability of the kingdom of God. And so I'm like, oh, gosh. So, Jesus, what does it look like for me to actually seek first your kingdom all week long, not just on Sunday morning when I'm awesome? But all week long, like, what if he's actually real all week? So I started writing this X on my wrist to just say, it's not about my kingdom. Jesus, it's about yours. So where am I getting caught up in my own kingdom today? And that's kind of 
that's why I started eight years ago. There's a, a song that's on my first um, Sony record, and it's it's called Only One Standing. And the chorus is, I surrender all. Would you let my kingdom fall so that yours alone will be the only one standing at the end of my day? And that's what I prayed for the past eight years. And now it has different meanings, which I'll get into it, I'm sure, at some point. But uh, we have practices that we do every single week. And um, this is just my reminder. Well, that's awesome. Well, good to hear about that. And I knew our listeners would want to be informed about the X on your wrist. And you know what? Yeah. That that actually plays into a little bit because you've you've already shared some of your life story. And we want to talk about your music today and the new projects you have coming out. But I think your your story itself and some of the places that God has brought you through is very interesting. And I wonder if before we get too far into the album and the music that you make, I'm always more interested in in the person themselves. And I know that you have yeah. lived through quite a lot, uh, including cancer uh, being yeah. part of your story. I wonder yeah. if you would be able to, I know this would be a hard thing to t- ask you to do in a nutshell, but could you share some of that story with us and sort of that journey that has brought you to where you are now? Yeah, of course. I, You know, I, I was given, what is it now, six years ago, they gave me five years to live which is just pretty wild math. And people ask me to share my story all the time. And I, I know there's not my story. Um, it's perspective through Jesus in the midst of this whole thing. is more of my story. Um, so yeah, it's, I've had tumor and um, surgeries and procedures and all these different things. And really in the end, I think it's all pointing toward, uh, me saying, okay, either God, you're God in the midst of this stuff, or you're not. Um, and then you're either good in the midst of this stuff, or you're not. And it's been a really great piece of perspective. I just, I wrote a blog, um, a while back called The Gift of Cancer, um, which sounds asinine, but it really is one of the greatest gifts of saying, you know what? Perspective is his king in this stuff. I think in the kingdom of God, perspective is king um which is so or not king but you know what i mean so yeah i think the gift of in this whole thing has been perspective and let's see they gave me we just got good news the other day for the first time ever in 16 years that uh, my tumors are actually sh- uh, shrinking and the doctor came in and he says what are you doing for your cancer I- i'm not doing anything and your, and your tumors are shrinking so we're just we're grateful today and what was also really an interesting thing that i haven't shared with too many people yet is that I've kind of been surprised in some ways that I've been practicing joy no matter what. We've just been saying, Jesus, you are my joy, not what you can do for me. You're my hope, not what you can do for me. And it's been a really beautiful practice for the past season, past maybe eight years. And in that, when they gave me good news, I was like, cool, that's great. It doesn't really define me or change much in my day. I keep waking up. Like who's listening right now, you woke up today. Like what a huge, huge gift. So, anyways, that that's that's part of the, the journey through this yeah. cancer thing. So you cut out for just a moment when you were telling us you said that was six years oh. ago. But uh, did you say it was six years ago when they gave you the diagnosis of five years? Oh, sorry. So uh, sixteen years ago. Sixteen they gave me five. years. Okay, sorry. It, uh, for some reason, there's that connection problem we were talking about. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they gave you five yeah, so years to live. 16 years ago, they 16 gave me five years. years ago. That's incredible. Yeah, and it's an incurable It's an incurable cancer, um, other than the hand of God, obviously. Hmm. 
and I keep waking up. I mean, it is yeah. the great gift. Wow. Well, yeah. that's that's an amazing story, and I'm so glad that you're still here to share it with us and to be able to talk about the journey of joy that you're walking through with the Lord in the midst of this and just some of the things that I'm sure you've learned along the way with cancer, and there's probably too many to – uh, to get into now, but but part of this journey that you've gone down, it's, it's taken you to write a lot of different music. You've written books, yeah. and and now you've got this this new endeavor, Who I Am, which you're not a kids artist like someone that you know when you think of like, no. hey, this yep. guy does kids music, but this really is music that you've written for children, but also for parents of children and, and whoever may listen. And I think it's a unique offering in that way. Um, so since you aren't an artist who does like kids music for a living, um, why do a kid's record at this point in your career? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I don't, I don't do kids music. It's not what I do, but I have a lot of kids. Um, and I was a kid once. And so it, you know, it's one of those things where I think, how can we help our kids uh, pray all week long? And I think through the songs and the different times in my life when there have been certain songs that I learned as a kid that I still will bring back and just kind of pray thing I need to. Um, and I thought, man, how great for me to be able to give my kids um, some pretty bold prayers, even with a little bit of a different um, – maybe a different idea of God than I grew up with, um, of him being bigger than I grew up with him being. Um, of the things that he, he actually talks about that I didn't really know that he talked about and he cares about. Um, I just, I more thought it was, you know, behavior modification and don't do this or this. And Jesus is just so much bigger than that stuff. And so what if we gave our kids prayers? What if our kids actually grew up with, with the, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of them all week long? I mean, that, that's crazy. If they actually grew up with that concept and lived as though it was true, that's that's game changing. So I just in these, in these I've got two kids records now and both of them really I partly I'm actually talking more to the adults than I am to the kids. But. Um, but in there, I think everybody's just being invited into a new reality of Jesus. So it's 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 pretty well, I think it's a it's a great thing as a parent myself. Uh, I have a four year old at home, and I'm always looking for ways to help my child pray. And we actually have him in yeah. uh, a Catholic preschool right now, partially because one thing I love that they do is they teach him to pray in the morning. They have Jesus time, and you know it's it's one of those things that we're trying to enforce it at home and when he goes out in the world. And and this may be the only time that he's in a private school in his life in this moment, but um, but but I, I love to see and I'm, and and I'm really intrigued by that, and I uh, I applaud that actually that your goal is to teach children to pray all mm. week long. Because I, I really do believe that prayer uh, is is what we are called to as the people of God, all of us. And maybe children, yeah. maybe children have. Um, I don't want to say children have a closer connection to God, but there is something about it, isn't it? When Jesus talks about "Let the children come unto me," and there is a way that they have this holy imagination. Um, and they aren't afraid to ask, and they aren't afraid to listen to what God may tell. And yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing that, yeah. and I think you're trying to bring out in your in your album as you're writing music for kids too, and helping them believe and to live and trust in that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I think ultimately, 
you know, one of the things that it goes is this idea of believing. And, you know, how many of us say that we believe uh, that eating healthy and working out of the best for our body? I mean, we, I mean who's thinking of a brain would say, yes, I believe that eating healthy and working out of the best things for our body. But I would say, then what did you eat? For, what did you eat for dinner last night? And, and you know, it's one of those things. Well, I had a burger and I had fries, whatever. And you know, whatever on burger and fries, I think they're wonderful. But the fact is, is that you don't actually believe that. We to believe, and Jesus rarely uses the word to believe. Yet, you know, people that talk about Jesus always say that he, you know, do you believe this? Do you believe this? And Jesus only said it a few times, pretty much only in the Book of John. And when he did say believe, he said believe, and it meant to uh, to live as though something is true. That's what believe means. And it just started changing my mind, going, "Oh, man, I I don't know if I live as though I have the fullness of God in me all day long, all week long, not just morning or whenever you do mass, whenever you go, but all week long, I have the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in me." And what if I was found living as though that was true in my relationships, um, in my sickness, in my fear and my worry? What, you know, worry is basically saying the exact opposite. Um, and it's not living as though that I have the fullness of God in me, that he is actually God and I'm not. You know, it's all these things. And and really what it came down to was it hit me this other piece um, as well as belief was that there are 10,080 minutes in a week. And uh, you can just Google that if you need to, but it's true. And um, 80 of those minutes are generally spent um, in some gathering at the church, you know, if, if you're into that type of th- – or the uh, mass or whatever, and which is awesome. And I love the 80-minute gathering. It is so great, um, which leaves 10,000 other minutes during the week. Until you gather again, there are 10,000 minutes and i think i've just always been the guy after that's always said hey you guys come back to come back to our service and it hit me that what if i lived as though it was true all week long that jesus is alive and well at work in all things what if we lived like that and at the end of the sermon on the mount when jesus is talking on a mountain to a bunch of people he says uh so hey you guys whoever hears my words and puts them into practice all week long twice and if you don't it's just kind of foolish and it hit me, oh my gosh, what if we start practicing Jesus principles all week long? Not to earn anything from God, not we're not earning love or acceptance or grace. We just are going to become more beautiful on the other side of it because we'll start looking more like him. So that's why we started 10,000minutes.com, um, 1000minutes.com. It's it's a, a weekly uh, blog and it's soon going to be a radio show and um, some things. Um, just how people practice Jesus all week. Really, I think why Jesus keeps waking me up every day and giving me um, platforms is so I can help and invite people into that, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. No, I, I love that when I was reading about 10,000 minutes, and I thought that makes excellent sense. And honestly, this is a, a great goal for all of us, especially as worship leaders, when we're trying to think about what we do when we come together you know, on Sunday morning. Um, because, you know, those other 10,000 minutes a week as disciples is what really counts. And um, I, I think 
what I think what you're trying to do through this music too is you're helping kids and grown-ups learn to pray together outside the church, <laughs> and I and so I, I really like that. We we oftentimes segment our life into the 80-minute time, and yeah, we, all, we almost live like at times like that's when I'm a Christian, and the rest of the life is the real world. And so I love what you're saying about you know being reminded this discipleship is is the other ten thousand hours too. If maybe it maybe it's all the other ten thousand hours. Maybe the eighty minutes is where we come to learn, and the rest of it's where we live it out. And um, that whole idea. Yeah, of, I really I've really been seeing. Yeah, I've been seeing the eighty minutes. Um, I think are wonderful. They are there. It's where we practice what it looked like to surrender for the rest of the week. You know, when we sing these songs of surrender, we raise our hands, we do these things. It's really a safe place to practice surrendering all week long. And to be honest, I'm also, you know, another word I'm kind of into words, um, but the word church, you know, Jesus, uh, Jesus says the word church twice and it's not what we think. And, you know, we know this, we know the church is not a place and it's who we are, but it's not what we actually say. Like as worship leaders, we all we aren't anybody. I mean, think of every time you say the word church and I say the word church, I don't mean a place or thing that we go to. Um, and that's just not even biblical. And so I've been even trying to help, um, you know, have different conversations with worship leaders and different pastors and different people to say, hey, we can't go to church. It's impossible. It's biblically impossible to go to church. It's who we are. So let's change the definition of even church, even for our kids. Like my kids said um, a while back, Noah said, Dad, are we going to church today? And I said, oh, buddy, uh, I'm being this guy, by the way, that I used to be so annoyed with. But I said, but buddy, remember, we can't go to church. It's who we are, right, buddy? Because I want my son to, to know when he's at school and somebody calls him a name, um, who he actually is, who his identity is all week long. Um, and part of that is he is the church all week long. He is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in him all week long, not just on Sunday mornings. So as much as I kind of make fun of myself and I would have – I used to kind of hate people like me. I was like, just shut up and just say you go to church, whatever, you know. But I think it's really important and really teaching uh, kids to know who they are because they and where they go is not the church. It's who they are. If that makes sense. Sure. Oh, totally. That's that's fantastic. And of course, if I you know, if I told my son that on some Sundays, he'd say, great, we don't have to go to church. Let's stay home. <laughs> you know, let's watch right, cartoons, right? right? Say, no, no, we're still going to worship, but <laughs> but we are. Yeah, the church, so. we've just tried to say we've tried to say we're, we're gathering. We hang out with the church. So when we have the church at our house, we call it, we, you know, the, oh, man, the church is coming over. You know, some of the church we, you know, small group is. You know, so it's it's been it's been pretty cool to watch my kids have a different view of that than I did growing up. Yeah, no, that's a great way to look at it, and and you have to start early with them, that's for sure. Well, let yeah. me ask you this on on this new album, Who I Am. Uh, I know this is like asking, yeah. as a songwriter myself, this is like asking which one of your kids is your favorite. But do you have a favorite track on the new album? Um, I do. It is uh probably the song called I Surrender. And it's um, it is uh, this idea that surrender doesn't have to be this sad, somber thing. 
I mean, really, sur- surrender generally to me. My, I surrender all and I'm about to like cry, which is wonderful. And that there's a total place for that. But there's also a lot more about joy in the midst of surrender. And so I think it's trying to learn how to teach kids that we can actually be joyful in the midst of surrendering really hard things um, to Jesus. Like when things are super hard, um, what if we just surrendered these things and said, Jesus, you are God and I'm not in this situation. And you're you're actually at work in whatever crap that I'm going through right now. Um, that's. That's just there's a different side of joy there. You know, J- Jesus talks about joy in per- in persecution and then in sorrow. Um, so this song is really fun, um, and kids are digging it. But I think adults will dig it too. Well, good. Well, I'm gonna make sure we play that one today as we close out the show, and uh, once I get it all edited edited together. Uh, but I want to take some time too. Is uh, we, you have this great new children's album, Who I Am. But I also want to talk. Uh, real quickly and let you talk about uh, you've got a lot of other music too uh, like Awake Our Souls uh, you've got this holiday EP called Mighty Christmas and I, you know, we're going into the Christmas uh, time right now and Advent season and everybody's always looking for good music and uh, tell us yeah. about uh, you know just kind of give us in a nutshell some of your other music that you have to offer to people as well yeah um so- music used to drive me crazy um because i didn't understand it sorry can you you say that that one more time i I apologize you cut out again uh could you just say that one more time totally totally uh christmas music used to drive me crazy i didn't understand it um i didn't know what god arrest you merry gentlemen meant that wasn't like a normal phrase that i would say at the house it just didn't suck it fit until I saw what these prayers really were. And as I did, I started writing my own prayers for Christmas and then changing up some of the um, the old carols, if you will. Um, and so that's what this this record um, is called, Mighty Christmas. And the, the Mighty Christmas really comes down to the word Mary. Um, you know, we think of Mary as happy, like happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. And in the old English, Mary actually didn't mean happy. Um, the you know, Robin Hood and his merry men wasn't Robin Hood and his happy-go-lucky guys jumping around with the swords. Uh, Mary actually meant mighty and powerful in the Old English. And so when you think of it, Jesus coming and, you know, the Advent season and him being here now and coming again is either like this happy, sappy, dumb waste of our time, or it's like part of a revolution that is mighty and powerful. So when we say... Merry Christmas this season, it's either, oh, that's a cool, happy Christmas, or it's like, Jesus is actually alive and well. Like, this is mighty and powerful. So the song is called Mighty Christmas um, on there, and then there's a radio single this Christmas called Yes, You Are that's on there um, that hopefully you'll be hearing on the radio. Um, yeah, and then I, I, you know, I write for uh, other people and all the time, and uh, Jesus just keeps opening those doors, and, and I've got all my old own record so yeah I, I music is one of my favorite vehicles to invite people into something bigger about jesus well that's fantastic and you certainly have uh, a lot of different things that you're a part of as we talked about at the beginning of the show you've got a radio show coming out you do blogging you do television work you do music you've got uh, so many different things that you're trying to 
do with your life and and I love that i I'm interested in a lot of things too and i I love seeing when people are uh, expressing the many gifts that they have. I want to let our listeners know that Tim Timmons new album is available now on iTunes and amazon.com and other digital retailers internationally and also directly at his website at timtimmonsmusic.com and you can get not only the digital music but you can also get the physical CD and uh, I'd encourage you to do that this year they make great Christmas presents if you're looking for gifts and I'm always telling people buy music for people it's one of my favorite gifts to get I always enjoy getting music and uh, Tim Timmons is is one you should consider to put uh, put in someone's stocking this year or under their tree or just buy it for yourself it's a, it's a good choice for any time and this new kids album I really encourage you to go out and get and take a listen with your children you may learn something yourself too mom and dad for sure <laughs> well what have we not talked about today that we need to Tim uh, I try to give all the artists at the end of our conversation a chance just to, to fill in the gaps if there's anything we missed. No, I, th- I think we've done great there. You know, we didn't talk about my dancing all that much, but that, that hurt my feelings a little bit. Next time. But, we'll um, have to, no. Yeah. We'll hey. have to have the, the hot dancing podcast. We'll do part yes. two. So that would be great. <laughs> no, I, I just, I'm most excited about the thousand minutes stuff. So I got stuff out. Um, Go to 1000010minutes.com and check that stuff out. And then we'll be, um, we have practices every single week. There are three practices that come out Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings um, via text. So if you want to text in uh, 10,000 minutes, all one word, um, to 55678 um, on the texting, you'll get little prompts of little practices that we're doing every week. So that's just exciting. And I, I, that's what I mostly care about is how do we help people practice Jesus all week long? Nice. And again, for listeners, just so in case they were writing it down, you just text out the 10,000 minutes and you send it to 55678. 10,000 minutes, no spaces. And you can be joined on that uh, that list for text messaging. Yep. One zero 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 minutes. Yep. All right. Well, don't get too many Perfect. zeros, but I, I love that, and I love that. It's it's all constantly – I'm never going to uh, forget that, I don't think, now, the 10,080 minutes in a week, and it's going to help me as I express that cool. to people, too, about our lifelong uh, our lifelong mission uh, throughout the week and the different minutes and hours. Well, Tim Timmons, thank you for yeah. taking time to be on the show today, and thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week.
Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Give it a try today. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com, follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames, like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames, and keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website, and if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace who raised Christ from the dead strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.